Are you anxious? Stressed? Mind racing? Do you have trouble sleeping? Are you looking for secrets to peace and a happier life? Join Spiwe Jefferson, certified mindfulness practitioner and lawyer, dedicated to helping you learn to apply mindfulness meditation to the personal and professional challenges of everyday life. Harness the power of mindfulness meditation to live and work to your highest and best purpose, starting with just five minutes a day. Well, hello there, and welcome to Mindful in Five, where we learn how to apply mindfulness and meditation to the challenges of everyday life in bite sized episodes for people with no time. My name is Biwa Jefferson, and today we have the most special guest ever who will share with us how he has used mindfulness to deal with difficult life situations. He is none other than my very handsome husband, TJ. <laughs> TJ, welcome to Mindful in Five. Wow, Speedway, this is amazing. I think this is like your 10th episode, and I'm just so happy. Uh, it is not my 10th episode. Well, I saw 10. <laughs> no, you saw X. It's episode X, so when I plug it in, I'll attach a number. Oh, what's episode X number mean? It means I'm going to plug in a number. Oh, well, I can't get a number 10 now. <laughs> You're not episode 10. Okay. I was, all excited. I was so excited about being like number 10 because I was going to say you're a perfect 10. Oh, thank you. Well, I'll take that. Um, um, am I still a perfect 10 even though this isn't episode 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Fine. Oh, okay. I was all ready with my pre-scripted what I was going to say and then boom. It's fine, baby. Ew, it's not episode 10. It's but, not episode 10, but you're uh, welcome anyway. Yes, yes, yes. All right, fine, fine. I'm still happy to have you on Mindful in Five. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Go, go. Okay. So. I'm going to be your first guest now. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> what would you like us to know about you? You know, I'm just a down-home kind of guy, uh, born and raised in West Philadelphia. In West Philadelphia, born, born and, and raised. raised. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My claim to fame is to have gone to school with Will Smith and uh, graduated with him. Um, but other than that... Did, uh, you, did DJ Jazzy Jeff go to school there, too? Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff did not go to school at Overbrook High School. However... <laughs> During my time, I actually lived about 1.5 miles away from uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff no in way. Bear, Delaware. Yes, so uh, our paths have crossed on occasion. Mm -hmm. And didn't Walt Chamberlain go to your high school? He did, and he's a part of my favorite basketball team, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Quite a bit before your time, wasn't it? Yeah, well, so you know, I like to surround myself with winners like you. <laughs> Well, thank you. I feel like a winner today. Um, okay, so Mindful in Five comes in two flavors for email subscribers. The Classic Edition and the God Lover's Edition for people who want to invite God into their mindfulness meditation practice. So, TJ, are you a member of Team God Lovers or are you a member of Team Classic? Team God Lovers all the way for me. 
Okay, so I have yet to meet a single soul who hasn't encountered some form of serious difficulty in their life. So tell us, uh, TJ, uh, share with us as much or as little as you would like about a time when you encountered a serious difficulty in your life. Wow, that's interesting. You know, I, I can't go back to the very beginning of when I encountered difficulties, uh, but at some point very early on, I realized the importance of being able to find peace and find mindfulness. Uh, it could have easily have been, um, you know, at an early stage, uh, we were evicted from our home and uh, I was still in college and I had my youngest daughter living with me. And, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, my mother wasn't around, no one was around and, and I had my brother with me and it was, you know, what are we going to do? And so, as you can imagine, you know, being a, a teenager during that time, pretty scary time uh, not to have your parents around. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, trying to figure out, OK, what do you do? And you have a young young daughter that's crying and screaming. And and uh, and so I think it was, you know, very early on, I I would just, you know, look for peace. And whether that was just kind of closing my eyes and trying to think about what the future looked like. Um, I think that was it really for me is that, you know, when I encourage or when I encounter difficulties, you know, I, I try to find the best version, right? So if you can just step back and pause and think, Hey, this isn't going to be the end like this, you know, being kicked out, evicted, put on the street is not going to be the end of the situation. Um, in the moment, it feels that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's important to look into your life and say, Hey, God, for me, God has much more in store. And so I'm able to like pause and just reflect. Uh, and I can think about that situation. I can think about um, probably another dark time was when my daughter passed away. And uh, she had uh, Tetralogy of the Fallow, which is a heart condition that she was born with. And, uh, you know, it was always difficult, right? Because, you know, every time she got sick, it was like, this is it. And, you know, mm-hmm. certainly for the first year or two of her life, that was the, that was the case. Uh, and later, um, you know, you got less and less sensitive to the situation because you're like, okay, she's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. And then uh, one day, you know, I got a call from her and it said, hey, this is it. <laughs> you know, like, I don't feel like I'm going to make it, Dad. And it was just so traumatic that, um, you know, there was a, there was a sense of finality. Um, and, you know, in that moment, I had to, again, reflect on not what, you know, we were going through in that moment, thinking about, okay, what kind of pain is she in? How is, you know, what's going to happen to her? She was a fierce fighter and lover of God and did so many things for people, um, for young children. Um, and there was even a butterfly foundation that was uh, named in her honor. And so I thought about those positive experiences and those positive experiences in that moment helped me really deal with what I was going through at the time. And then after her passing. Um, so those are probably a couple of examples I can think of right off the top of my head. Oh my, I am so sorry. Um, so how old was she? Uh, she was 12. She passed away when she was 12. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I think it's so true what you say that in the moment when you're experiencing difficulty, it is so big and it just feels it's, it's all consuming, right? It feels like I look up to the sky and all I see and all I experience is this pain and the uncertainty of what's going to happen and 
is she going to be okay? And what's going to happen to my, you know, homelessness situation? And there's, it's difficult not to allow it to sort of swallow you whole and just feel like this is all that I can remember when I look in my past. And when I look in front of me, it's all that I can see. It's like, for me, when I go through like difficult, like really, really difficult times, it's almost like I look ahead and all I see is like an empty desert of nothing but this pain and this uncertainty and this difficulty. And so talk to us a little bit more about this notion of of being able to see, even in that circumstance, that there will be something on the other side of this and that this is not going to be, you know, all there will ever be. So what was it that gave you the even the hope and the belief to even think that there is life beyond this pain? Well, you know, for me, you know, as I mentioned, the God Lovers edition, you know, it all starts with my faith and my belief, right? And so when you look at something, you see, you know, you're kind of taught to like see in the moment, but see past the moment, you know, look into the future a bit, you know, what is, what is good, all things for good. And so I guess it's just kind of an uncanny knack um, for me to be able to project out, you know, so with my daughter in that situation, it was, you know, the lives that she was leaving behind. And there was certainly that pain in the moment. But there was also like, look at how many people she provided hope for that this situation wouldn't just take her out like day one or week six or seven months or five years down the road. I mean, we went 12 years. And so that joy that we were able to receive was really incredible, right? So she provided hope uh, for uh, for a number of families, for other kids. She was inspirational. Um, when I think about just in general, I think you, you try to find the positive in every situation. It's really easy. And I think you have to train your mind in some ways to think positively. Like, you know, we all face challenges today, whether it's our finances, whether it's in our marriage, whether it's at work or whether it's with our kids, whether it's with friendships. Um, and so you look for the best in people and you have to visualize that. And part of that means to step back, to close your eyes, to be able to reflect and to think about it. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? You know, we're taught to not so much focus on what's in the rearview mirror. And we typically kind of keep looking in the rearview mirror <laughs> yep. as opposed to like, man, you know, the front windshield is a lot bigger. And I think that we have to look for that vision. We have to, you know, look for inspiration. And so for me, I choose to look for the optimist. You know, I'm not saying that I'm an optimist by nature. I'm just saying that, you know, I choose to look for the positive as opposed to focus on the negative because if you dwell on the negative, it will in fact occur. Uh, I am pretty sure of that <laughs> through different experiences. You know, if you wish things to happen and you wish that, you know, and you start thinking in a negative light, you know, those things generally come to fruition. But when you start thinking positively, when you start thinking about what needs to be done to get yourself out of that hole, out of that moment, who you might need to talk to, the people that you're impacting on a day-to-day -day basis or moment-to-moment, -moment, you know, life is precious. And so you just have to pick yourself up and shake yourself off and, and get going. Well, and you know, that's, it's an interesting 
conversation because mindfulness is all about being present in the moment without being overwhelmed by what's happening around you. And that's exactly what you're describing when you're facing these really overwhelming situations. But also interesting is this idea of looking ahead, right? Because mindfulness is, it, it doesn't mean we don't plan. It doesn't mean we don't look ahead. Um, it really is about what can you do in this moment? And it sounds like for you, and I'm, I'm assuming that this probably was something that you applied to both situations, but in different ways. But, you know, when you start, when you were talking about who can you talk to, who can you connect with, what are the things that you can do to, to start to chart a path? out of your situation. I'm guessing that that's probably how you looked at that homelessness situation. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I started to think about, well, number one, this isn't the end. What's, what's certain is we're not going to be in this house. <laughs> what's certain is that the furniture that was in the house, which is now on the lawn, <laughs> needs to be taken care of. Uh, and so, you know, you start to think and go, okay, so what are we going to do? You know, if everything is gone, if all your possessions are gone, what do you do? And, you know, really what's important? And the only thing in that moment that was important was getting my daughter uh, to safety and finding a safe haven. And so uh, I had to, you know, pause and just think, you know, hey, I can't take any of this stuff with me. <laughs> this isn't my situation. And, you know, what can we do? What can what can I do to po provide that positive infrastructure? Because certainly at that time, my daughter doesn't know anything better than, hey, where are we going next, Daddy? And if it's a hotel, whether it's the back of the car, for her, it's fun. It's a road trip. <laughs> uh, you know, for us as parents, we think differently <laughs> yeah. in that situation. Um, but kids have an uncanny knack for just seeing the positive as well. And, and, uh, it, and I, and I love the idea that it was a road trip. Well, gosh, that was a difficult time in your life, TJ. And before we go further... Do you need a hug? Are you all right? You know what? I'm okay, but I'm going to save that hug and take a rain check for later. <laughs> okay. So what takeaways would you suggest for our listeners? I think that the, the keep the main thing, the main thing. I, I have a good friend that, uh, that always says that I think, uh, you know, in the moment, it's really important that you look through the front mirror, um, versus the back. I think that it's, you know, you have to put things in the proper perspective. Most importantly, just take time to reflect, like take a moment, just pause, understand that your situation is one that many people have encountered. You may not have that wisdom, but many people have gone through it. Um, and as much as it's hard, uh, you just have to reflect in that moment and, and then look at, okay, what's best for me? And what are the, what, you know, what does the future look like? Like I, for me personally, what works is if I'm in a really dire situation, is just to try to is try to project out whether it's a couple of months, whether it's a year. Sometimes with work, as an example, I'll have you know six or seven projects, and and talking to the team, they'll be like, "There's no way we can accomplish this," mm. and I always start out with the end in mind. So you know, at the end of 2022, we will have accomplished the following things, and it's going to be fantastic, and we are going to celebrate. Right. And that's what I keep in my mind. So as I'm going through the difficulties as I encounter them, that's what I think about. You know, even for us, you know, as we go through our own difficulties in life, you know, my secret space is San Diego. 
Diego. So, you know, when I need my secrets moment, I'm like, I'm at the ocean. I'm like 65 years old and I'm hanging with my baby, my spouse, my best friend. And I am on the beach in San Diego living the best life. And so that overcomes any sort of trauma or anything that I'm dealing with because that puts me in a really good, happy space. Well, what I like about that is that, you know, I, I always say mindfulness is about being present in the moment without being overwhelmed by what's happening around you. And what you're describing really is how do you in this moment project forward and find a reason for hope in what the future is going to bring, which then increases your resilience, which then also uh, I think makes you more uh, maybe creative about how you can take some steps to alleviate the situation that's difficult for you in this moment. Would that be fair to say? Oh, I think that's absolutely right. I, um, you know, I had a good friend that was going through some financial difficulties and, and very much, you know, uh, that was really the advice I provided. It was like, what do you need to do to get through six months? right? What do you need to do to get through three months? Don't think about like in the moment so much, but think about what is it that you can, what can you control right now? What do you need to do to provide for the family? And, and, and it works, right? It's, it, it helps you not look at the bigger picture and be like, Oh my God, it's tired. <laughs> There's no way I can live through this. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, okay, what can, you know, what can you do? What can you do with friends? What can you do with family? What can you do with loans? What can you, how, can you survive just that, you know, one month, that, that one day, you know, we have a a saying like every minute, every second, every hour. Um, and that's how life is, you know, things change in a moment. And so it's really just important to just make sure you're grounded, know that, you know, people have gone through far worse and sometimes just take a second and pause and really keep a good network of friends. I think that's probably the best thing advice I can give is keep positive people around you, keep, you know, great networks um, around you. And, and that helps you go a long way in terms of that positivity. Well, friends, there are many resources out there that will teach you how to do random things mindfully, like how to mindfully walk or how to mindfully eat a raisin. The mindful in five differences that we strive to apply mindfulness to the challenges of everyday life. TJ, thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing your mindful approaches with us today. Oh, that was just wonderful. Thanks so much for having me be a part of your podcast and uh, looking forward to hearing it and uh, getting that hug a little bit later. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Um, So in this week's Mindful in 5 emails, you will find five-day, five-minute meditations to support your meditations around difficult situations you might encounter. If you don't subscribe yet, join us by signing up in the notes for this podcast. You will immediately receive a proven five-step toolkit to jumpstart your meditation practice in addition to new guided meditations each month and invitations to meditation sessions live with me and members of our Mindful in 5 community. You'll also receive advance notice of the premiere edition of the upcoming book, Ah, guess what it's called? Yes, Mindful in 5. Until next time, this is BY saying be mindful and be well. 
Thank you for listening to Mindful in 5. Join the Mindful in 5 community at www.mindfulin5.com to sign up for the weekly companion emails to this podcast, which include a new guided meditation each month and five-day, five-minute meditations to supercharge your journey towards inner peace and success. Visit the Instagram page at Mindful in 5 or the Facebook page at Speedway Publications. Until next time, be mindful and be well.